Welcome to the Data Strategy Gurus Podcast. In this show, we bring together the brightest minds in the world of data strategy, data management, artificial intelligence, and disruptive technologies. Thought leaders and experts share their insights, knowledge, and experience on how to stay ahead of the game in an ever-evolving data landscape. Whether you're a data professional, a business leader, or simply someone who is passionate about the power of data, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and join us on a journey to explore the world of data, analytics, artificial intelligence, tech, and beyond. Hi, and welcome to the Data Strategy Gurus podcast. Uh, today, we have Phil Husbands uh, with us. Uh, Phil, he's an expert in data strategy and even developed a framework around uh, solving some data-driven problems. Hi, Phil, and welcome uh, to the podcast. Hi, Eve. Great to be here. Thank you. So, Phil, you're consulting with a lot of clients on their data strategy problems, being data-driven uh, but most of the time you see they're more data busy, uh, as you've been telling me. So what is a bit the problem space, what you see on, on, on the data and really getting the value out of the data when you're talking to your clients? Yeah, great question, of course. Thanks, Eve. And um, yeah, really nice to hear you using uh, that language, data, data-driven, not data busy, like you say. I mean, that's something that um, I talk about, well, I talk about a lot, maybe too much, right? <laughs> so, um, and it, it, but the reason I talk about it so much is because it really epitomizes um, a collection of uh, challenges and opportunities that um, organizations face when they realize that um, as a business, as an organization, we want to be more data-driven. You know, that's a very common uh, objective. A lot of organizations are saying that. Um, and then um, the, the leadership teams in those organizations can all too often uh, realize that they're not really sure how to become data-driven. And even in some cases, they're not really sure what data-driven means. Right? And this is, um, these are the kind of topics that, that I've been helping organizations out with uh, for many years now. And uh, yeah, that that very simple challenge of, say, understanding what data driven actually means, recognizing that the path to becoming data driven also has uh, a bit of a trap in it. You know, it's 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 all too easy to end up more data busy than data driven. Uh, so so recognizing that you know picking the right uh, trajectory, picking the right journey towards becoming data driven is is really really important. And then naturally, of course, understanding what the what the steps are on that journey. That's where the uh, the framework that you mentioned a moment ago, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment, for DDX, that's where that's that's really where that came from, yeah. So if we if we can see about data driven in 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 your words, data driven, how could you define it? Because for me, my feeling is as well, it's it's a hype word, and it it feels like let's gather all the data, and 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 then we can steer upon that, we can uh, make decisions, and it all goes smoothly, and our business will will flourish. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but but we see often that that's not really the right path. So for your your definition of data driven, what what is that in exactly? Yeah, great question. So a couple of things that um, businesses sometimes think are data driven, but actually I would uh, strongly suggest are not. Uh, are things like um, you know our organisation has lots of really relevant and actionable data insights. You know people who can put their Put their put their hands on uh, information which helps them to uh, fulfill their roles uh, more quickly, more accurately. That feels data driven. Nope, that's not data driven. I'll explain why in a moment. Um, another 
common interpretation, I think, of data-driven is that data can move around our organization freely. You know, there's, there's, there's uh, lots of streamlining in, in mobilizing data and uh, no, no one's ever really waiting for data. It's not hard to get data out of systems. Data can flow quite freely around the organization. That's often seen to be data-driven. Again, I say, nope, that's not data-driven. The reason things like that, and there's loads of other examples, but um, you know, I won't, won't waste time talking about those, but the reason why those sorts of things are not data-driven is because they're missing that essential element of what is data supposed to be driving, of course. You know, it's possible to have lots of accurate and relevant data insights in the business, but if we're not using those things in ways that are actually benefiting the business, then we're not data-driven naturally. And again, similarly, it's possible for data to be uh, quite agile and mobile around an organization, but if we're not using the right data in the right way for the right reason, then again, we're kind of failing to, to achieve that thing that actually uh, um, defines data-driven, which is, of course, data driving the achievement of the organization's goals. A key question, I think, always is when we think about data-driven, What's, what is it that's supposed to be driving? Forget data for a moment. What are we supposed to be driving towards? And, of course, the answer is the organization's goals. Yeah, every organization exists to achieve its goals. So that's the definition of data-driven, isn't it, really? You know, when uh, an organization is data-driven, when data is driving the achievement of the organization's goals. And do you have some examples of that data-drivenness or companies that uh, are really data-driven? Yeah, so let's take that really common uh, example of how an organization uses data, which is for insights and analytics. You know, we always say that there's three ways that any organization can benefit from data. You learn from it through data science, data analytics. You uh, work better through it, so data-driven automation, RPA, AI, those sorts of things, or of course you sell your data. But of course, by far and away, the, the most common one is, is insights and analytics. So if we take that example, um, Being data-driven with insights analytics is basically about recognizing uh, what is it that your organization needs to know. Um, so what insights are relevant to processes that will help those processes to achieve the business's goals. But then, and that, that's fundamental, isn't it? You know, any organization engaged in data insights analytics will be doing that. But then you need to go a little bit further and anticipate, well, how are those insights going to be effective, right? So, so what are those insights going to mean to those processes and, and how are people going to use them? And then going even a little bit further and anticipating what is it we've actually got to do? We think about uh, with those insights, right? So we think about um, actionable insights. We need to remember the actionable part. So how can we anticipate the actions that we're going to take and then make sure that the people in possession of those insights know that and they can um, uh, make sure that this information doesn't just land on their desks or sort of manifest in their minds and then they, they sort of just move on and carry on doing what they were doing anyway. We've actually got to see that action. And this uh, way of ensuring that an organization can be driven by its data insights, we wrap up in this um, handy little phrase, which is know what, so what, now what. And uh, we uh, encourage every organization For, with its analytics, with its data insights, to apply that, that mindset and apply that little test, really, every time it thinks about a dashboard or a report that it's going to put into some, some, some of its business's processes, make sure there's answers to those kept questions. Know what, so what, now what? What is it the process needs to know? So what do we think that's going to mean to us? What's it going to tell us? And now what do we need to do with it? And so, yeah, that's just one example of how, um, you know, a... 
not just a strategic, but I think a tactical approach to making sure that we are actually driven by, in this case, data insights, um, uh, you know, happens in the real world. Yeah, so having the processes in place, understanding your processes within our organization, knowing what you need to measure from those uh, processes, if you have an outcome, understanding what type of action you need to take to optimize the process and finally achieve your business goals. So, so that's in a, in a nutshell uh, what you've been explaining on, well, being data-driven, taking the right action based upon what you see on what you have been measuring on the processes within your, your organization. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and if you say on the other end, the data business, uh, busy part, that means that people are just gathering any kind of data and think they can do something valuable with that, optimize their business, or how would you see uh, data busy? Or how do you see, if you're talking to clients, if you say they are specifically data busy, what are they doing wrong in such a way and how can they optimize that and really become data driven? Yeah, so so data busy, um, you know, the, the, the sort of trigger or maybe you could say the root cause of data busy is the fact that enterprise data management, especially in large organizations, is of course inescapably complex. Um, when you think about the long sort of laundry list of things that any CDO or head of data or data manager needs to be involved in from data sourcing, data acquisition, data storage, data security, data privacy, data infrastructure, architecture, I mean, there's this huge long list, isn't there, of things that data, <laughs> data leaders need to be in control of and cognizant of. So it's complex, can't avoid that. But it's absolutely one of these situations where just because it's complex, we don't have to make it complicated. And it's when we make it too complicated that we end up in a situation where we're more data busy. And data busy, essentially, is, I mean, it, it, is a, it is a sort of a friendly term, I guess. Obviously, it works well in that slogan, you know, data driven, not data busy. But what it essentially means is, is poor data return on investment, right? And um, if we can um, you know, imagine a, a, a column chart, right? So our, our data effort and investment going in is sort of here and the data value we've got coming out is, and we would always hope to see that it's you know, at least equal to or greater than because that, that's the return on our investment. So when we increase the level of effort and investment in our data, but then the value that we, or the benefit that we're experiencing from data um, is, yeah, say, equal to or greater than the, the, the investment that we're putting in. Of course, that, that difference, that value that we're getting out, that's, uh, that's what we want to try and grow. And when it's not growing, you know, when, uh, when, when the benefits that we're, we're deriving from our data are sort of tracking our investment going in, then we're, we're doing a lot more things with our data. We're putting, pumping a lot more effort and, and, and money into them, but actually net value for the organization hasn't really changed. So that's, that's data busy. Um, examples. You know, real world sort of uh, things that we can point at in a business and say, this, this is a situation where you might be more data busy than data driven. Um, undoubtedly, perhaps one of the most common ones, lots of people uh, listening or watching will, will recognize this, I'm sure. Lots of reports and dashboards around the organization. Very few people actually understand what the heck we've got those for, right? Who's doing that, right? What, what, what was that report and dashboard for? So, again, lots of effort and energy and investment going into data, but also lots of head scratching about, well, how, how are we using this? 
Um, another example is uh, found in uh, what are commonly referred to as uh, data centers of excellence, right, or, or, or um, data competency centers. If we've got a, a centralized team of people all actively engaged on the topic of data, but when we look at what those people are doing, it doesn't extend very far beyond um, you know, infrastructure, architecture, uh, vendor management, licensing, this sort of thing. You know, what those people are actually doing is, of course, just you know, keeping, keeping the engine fueled, right? We're just keeping the lights on. Yeah. If there's too little focus on uh, what we're doing with data to generate value as opposed to what we're doing to data to get ready, for, to, for data to get data ready to, to deliver value, yeah. If there's too much focus on the two and not not what we're doing with data, then again, that that's a that's a clear sign that this organisation is more data busy than data driven. Yeah. So that's that's really helping everybody working with the data understand what type of value that we're trying to create uh, of that, uh, reducing the complicateness uh, of the whole. Uh, data management process, if I understand in such a way. So we still have a long way to go uh, <laughs> in trying to achieve that because I see we're still very focused and, and, and spending a lot of time keeping yeah. the engine running and, and not only by by um, optimizing your data, doing data quality, uh, um, being busy with data governance, keeping it under control, but as well keeping the technical part of it uh, running as such. So, uh, do you see things improving uh, in, in, in the space of data and analytics uh, by making that more easy so we can f get faster value out of our data? Um, I think so, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of organizations, either because they've uh, struggled on these topics before and they've felt the pain of being more data busy than data driven, or dare I say it, there's um, you know, younger, fresher um, people, uh, um, yeah, people coming into those data leadership roles now who um, I think frankly are just sort of more tuned into these questions of, uh, you know, what's the point? You know, we, we, we've got all of this energy and investment going into data, we've got all this data infrastructure, but actually, you know, what, 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 are we, what are we getting out of this? I think there's, there is definitely a growing awareness of that and the kind of questions that I've heard in more recent years at senior leadership levels in organizations where, where it used to be things like, um, okay, you know, what's, what's in our data strategy for this year? Well, we're going to create a data lake and then we're going to um, uh, acquire a new data analytics platform and we're going to recruit some data scientists. You know, these are all things that we do to data. Nowadays, there's more of a focus on what are we doing with the data? You know, don't talk to me about data lakes. Don't, I don't want to hear that, you know, we've uh, increased the volume of data in our data warehouse by X percent. What's the point? It's kind of back to that principle of know what, so what, now what? You know, so what? what so what are these things doing for our business? And, and now what? You know, how's that changed the ways that we're, we're operating as a business? So, yeah, I am seeing much more focus on uh, on on that sort of angle or those, those, those lenses on um, what an organization's relationship is with its data, which is probably why this, um, this, uh, this almost this sort of mantra of data-driven, not data-busy resonates so well with so many organizations now. Yeah, so that's, that's, that triggers me as well. It's, it's a lot of discussion where you say, uh, let's, let's implement a data lake, uh, let's uh, implement Power BI, for example. Uh, really talking about the tools, but not really considering 
what is the value and which type of tool do we need to achieve these these results as such you can well you're uk based you're talking to a lot of us based clients as well uh, european based clients mm -hmm. do you see a cultural difference on on how these approaches are uh, I, i speak from my own experience where i sometimes feel i'm, I'm belgian based yeah. sometimes feel that that still the mindset is in in that part of let's build the data lake let's build the technical part the stream but aligning the strategy to the business strategy and getting an understanding of what the business is really trying to achieve and how you can help with data to optimize those processes that feels sometimes like like it's lacking a lot on, on, on that and explaining it how a data strategy can help in really setting that but then you're building the foundation layers that's that's why you've built for the dx framework on the various layers and helping companies see okay on which layer do you need to do what to help that achieve do you see a cultural difference uh, across the geographical areas Yeah, I do actually. Interestingly enough, um, I mean, it's not something I try and or something I try to to not pay too much attention to, you know, and, and approach every organization and its leadership uh, members on on its own merits. But frankly, uh, Eve, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's be honest. You know, uh, there, there's some organizations, uh, particularly in the UK, and I'm going to say this as an Englishman, right? So, so you know, um, I, I've been guilty of this myself. I think in the past is that in the UK. Um, there's there's not quite as much free thinking on these topics as there is in uh, North America, especially. I mean, um, again, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, when I've uh, in the past been working with um, companies in the US, and I go into leadership forums or uh, team workshops, and I start uh, spouting mantras like data driven not data busy and know what so what now what and other ones like you know data excellence being data driven it's a lifestyle not a diet you know and and um, getting your data analytics to, um, uh, to 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 help your organization to be data driven uh, that's that's a doing not having you can't just have the the software you need to it's, it's what you do with it that counts you know and all this sort of stuff that all goes down culturally much more readily in North America. You know, I've had uh, uh, leadership teams and workshops in a couple of cases, I have to say, you know, kind of on their feet, like, yes, that's exactly the way we need to be. Yeah. That just doesn't happen in the UK. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so yeah, I think the short answer to your question is yes, I do, I do see a geographical difference. I think um, it's, it's an important thing to pay attention to as well because I've always recognized that everything that we're talking about now and therefore pretty much everything that my uh, very small consulting business does depends on the right mindset. You know, we, we know within a few minutes sometimes of engaging with a leadership team or members of that business's leadership team, we know whether or not, we have a good sense whether or not our approach to helping that organization be data-driven is, is frankly going to work because uh, to think to your point, Eve, if If the mindset of that leadership team is still in that place where they feel like the steps they need to take in the next 12 months as a business is we need to acquire a data warehouse and we need to see Power BI come into the business and we need two data scientists, you know, again, that, that's all, that, those are all things that the business has and they're not things that the business does. And if that's where their mindset is, frankly, our brand of... Uh, Achieving data excellence, yeah, doesn't doesn't go down so well. We absolutely need our audience to to recognize the, you know the kind of things that we're talking about uh, today. Yeah, 
So really the, the senior executive uh, buy-in, what you need to have to become really data-driven, if I understand uh, what you're saying. That is an important part uh, to be data excellent and, and really thrive with uh, becoming data-driven and, and getting value out of your data. Uh, I think, uh, Phil, very exciting discussion, uh, what, what we had, some, some key takeaways, what you would advise people to look for if they really want to get the, the value out of their data and not being data-busy. Yeah, so I mean, um, great question, Eve, and uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a nice question to follow on from the points that we just shared, really, because uh, one of my uh, primary recommendations would be to um, take a take an inward look at the mindsets around that leadership team, right, around that board table. Um, if the mindset is still very much on what the business can have data warehouses, data lakes, analytics tools, teams of data scientists, center of excellence. Yeah, these are all things that, have, that, that an organization can have. Um, you know, firstly, recognize that and then ask yourself, how much is having those things going to help the business to become data-driven? Or is there a chance that the business at the end of that year or whatever that strategic cycle is, the business looks at those things, how much is there a chance that they're going to realize that Damn it! We've just invested a load, in the, and all we've done is acquire. All we've done is we've got we have stuff now. Nothing's actually changed to help the business to achieve its goals. So that'd be my first thing. Take a take, uh, first recommendation is take a really honest inward look at you know what is our mindset around this, and if it's more of you know what we would see, recognize as data or busy or a mindset that's going to cause you to become data busy. Yeah, take action on that. Recognize that. Take action on that. The action to take is to start shift from a, start shifting from a, a mindset of what is it we need to have with, uh, around data to what is it we need to do with data naturally and um, think about that in terms of what jobs do we need our data to do. And they always like that kind of language. You know, data is a, an entity in the business. It's not this sort of dormant um, commodity. You know, it's, it's a living, breathing thing in the organization. So... Uh, oh, and also as well, it, it comes with some fairly heavy, in some cases, costs and risks, doesn't it? You know, it's not here for free, right? So we need data to earn its keep. What jobs can we get data to do that are going to help the organization to achieve its goals? And um, when answers to those kind of questions start to come, my third recommendation would be to um, absolutely capture those in data use cases, which sounds like a really minor point and maybe a fairly obvious point um, but I see still see so many organizations with um, with you know, any kind of understanding they might have of um, what jobs what beneficial jobs data can do for the business are just sort of floating around in the notebooks of the c-suite and in the requirements with a bunch of business analysts it's like look guys we've got to get this out we've got to, we've got to sort of comb this through into a really clear set and a backlog of data use cases that we can then assess on their merits, their feasibility, their priority based on their potential benefit, and then weave them into, uh, you know, quickly and simply weave them into, into business cases and use that as a, as a really robust sort of trigger point for, you know, getting data done. Phil, thanks very much for your time. Uh, if people want to reach out and want help uh, with their data strategy, where can they find you? Thanks, Eve. Yeah, so uh, the website is simply trulyintelligent.business. And uh, yeah, 
course, as you'd expect, everything that we do as a, as a, as a business is contained there. Uh, but there's one other online resource that we have, um, which uh, I think uh, a lot of people uh, find uh, useful. Um, it's it's um, uh, getting a, a growing audience. A lot of people are certainly saying to me they find it really useful. Uh, it's just datastrategy.how. Uh, that leads to a page on our website, which is a complete comprehensive guide uh, on uh, not just creating and implementing data strategy, but uh, yeah, using data strategy in ways that can uh, help your organization to be truly data-driven. Thanks very much, Phil. Thank you, Eve. Yeah, great to chat with you. Thank you for joining us on this awesome podcast. As senior executives, data and analytics architects, and AI professionals, your time is valuable and we appreciate you choosing to hang out with us. If you liked what you heard, please give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and leave a comment. We love hearing from our audience. Don't forget to spread the word on social media, and let's continue to drive innovation in the industry together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.